hello and welcome to fight morning, <laughs> not night, MMA Coaches Corner, UFC 254. We are starting a little early today because uh, they put the time at 2 Eastern, so that's 11 over here on the uh, West Coast for me. So I had to get up a little early to watch these fights. I uh, had to switch out the uh, the regular podcast juice for some coffee today because uh, it's a little early. How's everybody doing today? I am doing well because there's some fights on. My favorite. So. So it looks like we have the rematch. To the rematch. Up first, we have Ion Kudabala versus um, Magomed Ankala. So this here uh, should be an exciting fight. First fight, uh, Kudabala was getting tagged up, but couldn't figure out uh, how to not trick the ref to pretend that he was rocked. So, it ended up being that uh, the ref stopped the fight because he thought he was hurt. He ate, ate like three head kicks. I mean, they were all partially blocked, but you get hit with three head kicks and then you start acting wobbly, the ref's going to step in. You know, you can't trick the ref into what you think. Uh, you're, you, you try to bait your opponent, but you can't bait the ref. That's the last person you want to confuse. So uh, it wasn't looking good for him at the beginning of that fight. So I think I am going to stick with my pick on Magomed Ankalov. Uh, so we have uh, Ion getting to the ring. So we have Artel and Tate, two years older for Magomed. Uh, everything else is identical, so. Oh, and a two-inch two, uh, two height advantage for Magomed. All right. So should be a good one here. Bruce Buffer looking dapper as always, sir. Where, where'd you get them threads? <laughs> Probably got him there in Abu Dhabi. Freshly tailored. All right. So, these guys look angry. A lot of animosity. Kudabala. The Hulk. He needs to... Uh, he needs to implement his game plan. He doesn't need to sit there and just absorb shots and try to trick anybody. Go out there and fight, man. That's all you got to do. Normally, today, I'd be joined by my co-host, uh, the coach, George Scott, but he is at work training people how to fight. So, at the same time... Um, Shame we don't get him today, but hey, 
Life's just a bunch of work with what you got. So, looks like we're getting ready here for round one. And here we go. Round one. No touch of the gloves. Magomed in the black trunk. Kudabala in the yellow. Both men take center, throwing each other out. Good low kick there by Kudabala. Good front kick. Beautiful low kick there by uh, Magomed. Timed it beautifully. Waited until all that weight was planted before he threw it. Whenever your foot's planted, you're taking that full force of that, that kick on your leg. So that's why whenever you check a kick, they tell you to lift your foot just barely off the ground. It's because you don't have all of that uh, weight pinning you down. And you're able to, uh, in terms, <laughs> roll with the punches. But it's more roll with the kick. Um, so not too much going on. Both men filling each other out. Kudabala has center of the cage. Both men. Oh, and a good, good right hand there by Magomed. Magomed, the southpaw. Yep, so southpaw versus orthodox. So that means expect a lot of straight punches. Because whenever you circle, your, your straight punch comes uh, faster and uh, longer than your jab. So instead of snapping your jab out there, you snap that straight. Good little flurry. Um, so far, not much. Anybody's round, maybe Kudabala's white edge here, uh, just based on volume. Oh, and a good left hand there. Put a bottle comes in with a with a combination. About halfway through first the first round. Both men just toe to toe there. And a good left and a right hand by both fighters. Budabala coming in aggressive with some good combinations. Really uh, trying to throw Magomed out of his rhythm here, and it's, it's kind of working so far. Budabala just stalking his prey right here. He's taking small steps, making sure that his weight stays planted. Whenever you start taking big steps, all you do is throw yourself off balance. When you're off balance, you can't throw any power. <laughs> Unless you're one of these crazy dudes out here who can just knock people out on one foot. So. Very rare. Oh, and a good straight left hand there by by Magomed. Caught him right on the forehead. And another one. Now Magomed's starting to lead with that straight. 
Oh, and down goes Kudabala there. He just fell backwards on his butt. What was that about? He looks fine, though. May have been a slip. Kudabala still pushing forward. Oh, and Maga Man drops it with the left. And it's over, Magomed by TKO. <laughs> Caught him coming in with that left hand. And that's what we were talking about. Whenever you fight someone in an opposite, opposite stance than you, if you're orthodox, you're fighting a southpaw, you've got to work with that too. And Kudabala, real shaky getting back up to his feet. Here, they, he had to sit back down. Woo! Take a look. Yep. Boom. Just that straight left. Dropped him with the first time. Boom. Hit him with that right hook. Left hook. Bang. Bang on the button. Finishes off with some hammer fist and grounded pound, baby. Muggle mid. Oh, vicious. Khabib like right there with that grounded pound. Oh, I wonder who's going to fight better during the middle of the day. Us fighters, we're used to fighting at night. It's like uh, you got your comedy uh, stand-up guys. It's like you're used to playing at 11 o'clock at night, and they're like, hey, can you do a uh, 11 a.m. comedy special? Um, uh, but really, I think it was due to the international times and it being a, a pay-per-view over anything else so but Ian Kuda Ian Kuda Bala um it all comes full circle for you sir uh pretended to got get rocked the first fight <laughs> definitely got rocked this fight so that straight left is just power 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 you gotta love it. Yeah, and you could tell at the weigh-in too. Kudabala didn't uh, when they went to go do the stare down the face off. He just turned to the camera like this. Didn't even acknowledge uh, Ankylus. So, um, it seemed like he didn't even want to be there. But definitely, Ankylos put it on him, baby. All right. Starting out one for one on our picks here. Need to uh, write this down here. Yeah, so, Fight Island, baby. <laughs> All I got to say about that. Oh, <laughs> just that right, left hook. Right here, boom, right hook, left hook on the button. Hurts him. Hammer fist, finish him off. Impressive win there by Mago Meg. First fight we have. Mago Meg. KO slash and first. 
Awesome, awesome, awesome. Yeah. Oh, I just got knocked the hell out. <laughs> oh, impressive, impressive, impressive. And Michael Mayer getting it done. And a great start here to uh, the UFC 254 main card with a finish. I can't watch this enough. Right here, backed up, let him in, step forward to close off that angle, getting his range. Landed that that lead hook, followed up with a rear left hook. One of my favorite punches in the game. Dink, caught him right on the chin, went straight from his face or his feet to his back, and then just ate a bunch of punches to the face. So very, very, uh, very good win there for Magomed. All right. So, up next, we have with our uh, flyweight women's fight with Lilia. Versus is Lauren Murphy. This ought to be an interesting fight here. Um, we have uh, a debut here. Well, I'm nervous about my first mission. <laughs> so we have uh, Lilia making her UFC debut. She just loves to throw. Man, she looks like Coach uh, Coach George Scott here. <laughs> uh, same haircut, same face almost. Brother, is that you? <laughs> All right, so looking at the previews here. Good hands there by uh by Lauren. Savvy seasoned vet. She looks like she's in here for uh some some bad intentions today. But her opponents no slouch either. Just because they're on a debut does not mean that they cannot come out there and whoop some ass. So let's see how this fight'll go. Um, let's see. While we're waiting, we can still take a look to come. We have after this fight, we're gonna have our uh Jason Mulkan versus Philip uh Haas. So <laughs> that one's gonna be a banger. Um, two heavy-handed dudes really going at it. 
Um, thing I do like about Jason is he does utilize kicks more than uh, Philip. Philip's more of a pure boxer. Um, BBB, uh, BBJ champ. I think he's only a purple belt at the moment, but I mean that's a high level purple belt. You know that's the thing too. Just because you're good doesn't mean uh, that's how you get your belt. You know, there's a process, there's a system, there's a there's a hierarchy that you have to follow. And you know, if you stick to it and you be true and take those two years seriously between each of your testing, then by the time that you test, you're going to be just fine. You, but uh, you don't want to hit a wall at any point. The point is, is to grow gradually. It's not to know it all in one day and be done. It's, uh, it's impossible. You can't do it. There's way too much. There's too many moves, there's too many movements, there's too many uh, escapes, reversals, controlling positions uh, from the top and the bottom, side mount, S mount. I mean, you have everything. So you can't learn it all. All you can do is try to learn as much as you can and have as many tools in your tool belt so that whenever the day comes, you can just reach them. And here comes Lauren with some swagger. She looks like she's ready to scrap. Calm, collected. And she found that bitch in the parking lot. <laughs> so I believe Coach picked um, Lauren to win this fight. I'm going to go with the the rookie. Not really a rookie, but... uh. UFC debuter. So let's see how this is going to shake out. Lauren dapping up before uh, she hits, hits that cage door. That was always the part about my fight is that I didn't like that whole, oh, hey, look, let me hug you out and do all this and all. It's like, dude, I'm in fight mode. Don't touch me right now, because the next time someone touches me, I'm breaking that arm. <laughs> Kick me, I'm going to break your leg. <laughs> you step into my two, I'm going to mock you. <laughs> but, so let's see what happens here. Let's get some more of this uh, muddy water in me. Cafe. Cafe leg. Home home brew coffee. <laughs> Domestically brewed coffee. No. Scott household. <laughs> All right. So about nine nine or so years older for Lauren. So let's see if that age and that experience really pays a factor into this fight. Um George, I mean, Lauren, looking ready here. She is built like a USA wrestler. That's what she reminds me of, to a T. Someone get this woman a singlet and uh, let her just go wreck 
havoc. All right. Lauren looks in shape. She looks ready to go. She looks like she's ready for this fight to start and be over. All right. Finish up the announcements here while we're talking about that. Just want to give you guys a quick preview slash update. Uh, tomorrow we'll be having our USB or WWE Step Inside the Squared Circle podcast for the WWE pay-per-view Hell in a Cell. Stay tuned tomorrow for that. I don't think that one's going to be at 2 at 11 o'clock in the morning, so it'll be good. Here we go. We touch gloves. Uh, you have um, Lauren here in the white trunk. So Lilia in the in the white Under Armour rash guard. And so both women take center. Nothing yet. Some wild punches not landing from either. Good inside leg kick by Lilia. Some good movement there by by Lilia. She uh she doesn't stay still. As you can tell, Lauren's a little more planted because she's trying to throw with power. And a good body kick there by Lilia. This, this reminds me a bit of a uh, Taekwondo-like stance. And, oh, don't duck your head like that. Uh, Lilia, when she threw that punch, she ducked her head down and came under. This isn't boxing. You knee or a kick straight to the face. You lean into it. And there you go. Lauren tries to throw a head kick because she thought she was going to do the same thing. So, uh, misses though. So, we have orthodox versus orthodox. So, we're going back to the jab. Really want to really point that lead foot to where you want to go. Um, good little combination. Spinning back fit. Block. Um, by Lilia. Oh, Lauren coming in with a combination, trying to trying to cut that movement. Oh, and a takedown. Beautiful low single back to her feet. Lilia. Oh, she was deep in and had that takedown and then uh, let her stand right back up. So Lauren back to her to her feet, back to the center of the octagon. A lot of good, good movement there by Lilia. Um, some of it, I believe she might be wasting, but. But it looks like Lilia just wants to get into a scrap more than. A, more than a technical fight, which uh, Lauren is staying patient, staying composed, and she's not she's not rushing in or anything. And Lilia needs to quit winging those punches so wide. She's doing this with her head down. You are going to get countered, girl. And if you get head kicked, I'm going to say that's because you dropped your hands whenever you throw a wild hook. Most important thing about a combination or any punch 
bring it right back to where it started. You can't, you can't just give up on half of the punch and expect it to work. So it looked like a little maybe uh, graze to the eyes there, uh, shook off touch gloves there. Doesn't look like it affected Lauren at all. So high kick block, spinning back kick block. Uh, Lauren blocked it. And a good right hook and another good right hook there by Lilia. Just uh, more, more trying to point fight here, it seems like. But so now Lilia switches stances. Back to orthodox. Goes in for that low single. Brings it up. I don't know why you're bringing it up. Run the pike. Back step. Back step. Put all of her weight forward against the cage. And then redirect it the other way while she's on one leg. It's a lot easier to spin a table that has one leg than spin a table that has three or four. So bring all of that weight back on that leg. But she let it go. And that's why. It's because when you're sitting there, you're just burning all your energy, gassing your arms. So now they're uh, body locked. And now Lauren reverses and puts Lilia against the cage. And a good tee kick there by Lilia to create some separation off the cage. Um, whew, interesting first round, really. Um, not too much by by either fighter. Pretty even round. Uh, maybe maybe a slight edge to Lauren. Maybe a slight edge to Lilia. This one this one's a little tough. Um, Lauren doing a good job of staying patient. She's definitely wasting the least amount of energy. But also, when you're not the busy fighter, uh, it looks like you're hesitant, but she's landing good counter shots. Uh, I want to see Lauren really start cutting off the ring. So, she starts circling to the left. You move to the right. And for, you move diagonally to the right. Create that angle. Really start cutting them off like you're trapping a dog in a corner, you know. Um, like, come on, we got to put you in the kennel. But uh, so here we go. Round two. Boy. All right, Lauren, Lauren again with the octagon control. I think that that was the main thing, actually. Depends how they score those takedowns because she was down them right back up. Head kick there, blocked. Uh, Lilia blocked that one. You could just see the, the experience gap in the striking. Uh, Lauren is more technical. As Lilia is more of a balls to the walls, all out fighter. So, um, looks like a Taekwondo background, a lot of, a lot of, uh, lead, lead kicks and, uh, good movement. Oh, and now Lauren backs, 
Lilia against the cage. Oh, Aiden uh, landed a nice jab there by Lauren. Oh, a good, good right hand and a good counter. Some knees there to the body of Lilia. Lauren looking like she's trying to turn it up this round. Another nice push kick, side, side lead kick. Oh, yeah. Now, now they're starting to throw. <sighs> We're going by point. I'd have to say maybe Lilia got that first round because she threw some more kicks, got the takedown, takedown attempt. Uh, she lost octagon control, but maybe. See, Lauren's doing a real good job of making Lilia faint. So every time Lauren throws a faint, you have Lilia reacting to the faint. Now, you need to use that faint to set up your other punch. So if you want to land that big right hook, throw a jab out there. Let them start thinking about something else. Then you come back to it, and they least expect it. Because the ones you don't see coming always hurt the most. And now we have a body lock takedown. Uh, by Lauren. So Lauren is in top and Lilia's uh, open guard here. Trying to keep it active. Going for a sweep. Lilia coming under that leg. Eating some, eating some punches here. Lilia's got to do a better job of guarding herself the position before submission. You can't can't pass or submit someone. If oh, so now Lauren stands up, postures up. It's a and now a turtle guard here for Lilia. Oh, and Lauren takes her back, going for the choke. Is it is it tight? Is it under the chin? That looks tight. That looks tight. And it's over. Lauren, winner by rear naked choke in the second round. Caught her. Caught the rookie. Oh, very, very disappointing for uh for Lilia here. Just didn't look didn't look into this fight from the beginning outside of wanting to do Taekwondo sparring, you know, little point system, but it it really came down to a matter of Lauren coming to fight and uh, Lilia coming to compete. So, advantage fighter. Play for blood. We started a game we never got to finish. Blood, remember? Ah, oh, we was just fooling. I wasn't. <laughs> I love me some Doc Holliday. Lauren, by sub, choke in the second round. Very nice. So it looks like 
you have Coach 2-0. Called this one wrong. This one was going to be my underdog of the day. Did not come to fruition. So kudos to you on that one, Coach. What a threat. Now, uh, Lauren showing that, uh, you know, age is just a number. I guess nowadays you can't be an athlete in your prime until you're 30, at least 30, 35, right? Because all of these fighters and everything are last until 50 years old now. How can you get your brain rattled that long? Like, ooh. Uh, <laughs> you, uh, you hurt your brain, it's uh, not as easy to recover from that as in a sore wrist. So, But beautiful. As soon as, as soon as she saw her back, she took it, immediately hopped on that neck, cranked it, elbow deep. And there was just nowhere, nowhere for Lilia to go. Beautiful, beautiful win here by Lauren Murphy. Making a statement that she needs to be back up towards the top of this division. Towards, so let's see what happens with her next time. Yeah, so it looks like with that, uh, Lauren jumped up to about number six on the rankings with that fully updated um right behind valentina so not not bad company to be next to but definitely a bad company to be in the ring with so unless you're amanda nunez so next i think we have our heavy hitters coming up we have jacob uh malkrin Versus Philip Hayes. I always want to say Hayes, but it's hot. It's a W. Um, let's see here. So we got both these guys. Good striking. Um, Philip probably has more of the true one punch knockout power. Uh, the thing that I like about Jacob that I think is going to be the biggest deciding factor in this fight is simply the fact that he uses kicks instead of just boxing. And um, whenever you're able to control the distance, the tone, and everything else, with your keep your opponent guessing with your kicks, it's a it's a lot harder for him to uh, try to predict what you're trying to do. It's easier to protect against four punches than it is. 19 different kinds of strikes so whenever you start throwing in spinning back elbows spinning back this uh spinning this spinning that like a like a bay blade just spinning around the spinning around the uh, circle um you got to worry about that you got to worry about high kicks you got to worry about calf kicks you got to worry about knees you got to worry about takedown you have to worry about everything in this sport and that's why it's such a beautiful sport and the thing why people well they want to call it barbaric they want to call it whatever you want human cockfighting etc which hey 
not going to say you're wrong, but you're missing the bigger picture. And that bigger picture is an art form, a body in motion, how the human anatomy can do things that you didn't think possible, doing things that are some people would consider out of the realm of possibility. You have outliers and everything. Um, so let's, uh, let's see if the versatility is going to be the biggest deciding factor in this fight because Philip can put you down one shot. It, um, you can't let him walk you down and just put your back against the cage and <laughs> let him start teeing off. This guy lays the foam. Um, flying knee there by, by Philip. Watching some of these highlights. Very nice. And boom. <laughs> put him down. Yep. So you got to watch out for that power of Philip, but. One way you could do that is by controlling the distance of the fight. A lot of T-kicks. Keep them at bay. Snap a lot of front leak. Oh, <laughs> as I say that, it shows Anderson Silva front leak kicking uh, Vitor Belfort. So here, showing some Anderson Silva highlights. And man, was there, more, was there ever a more complete martial artist? I'll wait, but someone that has the highest level of striking, some of the highest level of Brazilian jiu-jitsu, I mean, talk about a complete arsenal. Maybe GSP, but I wouldn't say GSP is nowhere near the striker Anderson Silva is, and I don't think that uh, George St. Pierre's wrestling is anywhere as good, so... Um, I would have to say Anderson Silva still to this day, best complete martial artist in the game. Standing up, laying down on your back, on your stomach, on your feet. Got to be able to know what to do and how to get it done from all those positions. Oh, nice spinning back kick there. So who is this uh, fight Anderson Silva? I didn't see this preview yet. Nothing can tell me either. Hmm. Believe Uriah Hall. While we heal, we might as well take a quick gander. Waiting on this next fight. So, hope everyone's doing well this uh, early Saturday morning. Cartoons are still on. What are they doing having uh, human fist fights out here? Okay.
think my port's finally giving out on the laptop. USB port. Okay. Yep, so Uriah Hall versus Anderson Silva. What should be a good striking match? I don't <laughs> Anderson Silva just can't get caught by that power, but I mean Anderson Silva striking is just too much on another level. And that's he's the perfect example of what I mean. Use the kicks to your advantage. You need to be able to switch it up. You need to be able to keep your opponent guessing. If he knows you're only going to throw a, a jab, straight, hook combination the whole time, he's going to wait for you to throw that hook. And then whenever you, you're out of position, bang, lights out. It looks like they have Khabib and other people coming in on the outside. A little police escort there for them. There it is. Woo-wee! That's going to be a fight right there. There's a reason why Khabib's undefeated. All right, so... We're getting ready for our next matchup. But we got to get this hype train rolling. <laughs> Khabibur's Gagey. Ba -ba -ba -ba. <laughs> Spell Gagey right now without looking. I don't think you can do it. <laughs> no, I sure can't. J-A-E. Far as I remember, I know there's a J E at the end. <clears throat> yep, so some knockout power here by Philip. Getting to some of these highlights. A lot of power in this fight. So, uh, we both have. Jason Malcolm to win this fight. Um, yeah, Philip, I just don't know if he's going to be able to land that one punch knockout fast enough. All right, so to recap so far, we have. Magomed by knockout slash TKO in the first. And then you have Lauren Murphy winning by rear naked choke in the second round. So, so far, two finishes or two fights on the main card. On a six-fight main card, what you want. Some finishes. Finishes. Okay. Okay. 
So Philip Hayes. Why do I always say that? Philip Hawes. Hawes, not Hayes. Hawes. Um, taking on Kutabala. Oh, not Kutabala. Sorry, my wife walked in, threw me off. <laughs> so um, we have Philip versus Jacob. Uh, Philip in the ring now. Oh, God, man. Philip is Jack. All right, so Aaron, we have Jacob. Jacob. Show yourselves. Looks like you got the height and the reach advantage to Philip here. So Jacob's really going to have to use those kicks to get inside rather than stay outside. And it's a completely different strategy. Whenever you want to keep the distance, you want to throw straighter kicks. When you want to come in, you want to throw advancing kicks. So kicks that are going to boost you forward rather than uh, keep you stationary like a push kick. When, whenever you do a push kick, you're not you're not taking a step forward. You throw something like a switch kick. Now, uh, now you're able to uh, step closer, readjust, and throw. Hey. So the uh, Australian might down on the uh, for all of my Scott Sportscast uh, Australia listeners out there in Scoresby and uh, all those places out there. Howdy. Good to see you. Don't go to the loo because we got round one starting right now. This one might be violent. So let's see. Here we go. Touch gloves. Uh, you got uh, Philip in the black trunk, and you have Jacob in the green and yellow tie shorts. Oh, and Philip already hurt him. And Philip already knocked him out. <laughs> and a amazing fucking knockout in 20 seconds. Philip by knockout. Let's go. Oh, man, I wanted to take him, but I didn't think he was going to go knock him out like that in 20 seconds. Philip Haas, folks. With knockout. Let's see. He just pushed him against the cage. One, two misses. Boom. Caught him with that left hook on the head and then landed landed uh, three more unanswered hooks right there. He went face. First, caused by knockout, man, brutally. Oh, killer. This guy is a killer. Woo! Put that boy to sleep. Sorry, Aussies out there. Your guy did not do so hot. Cause <laughs> KO. Round one. 
Three for three on finishes for the main card so far, folks. How do you like them apples? And, uh, oh, he split up right there on a, it looked like his lip, lip uh, cheek area. Ooh. Wee. Mm. Yo, dumbass, ass and ass, asses. Really picked a cob on this one, huh? So. <laughs> so we got Philip moving on with the W. Tremendous fashion. You know what that means, folks. I mean, we're starting to wind down. And. If I'm not mistaken, that means our next fight is going to be Walt Harris versus Alexander Volkin. And ooh, we. And what did I say? I said you have to use your kicks in order to control the dictation of the fight. But when you don't throw those kicks, and you're supposed to be a kickboxer, and you get into a boxing match with a guy who's a better boxer, you just gave up your advantage and gave it all to him or her or whoever you're fighting. So that's the one thing you cannot do is abandon your tool set. But, yeah, you get, you get pushed up against the cage. What, worst place to be against a boxer. And he just planted and teed off. Just that killer instinct. Dink, dink. Man, that's the second double hook knockout we've seen today, which is beautiful because that is, that is exactly why you never throw less than, than a three-punch combo. If you throw one or two punches, those are easy to block. Those are easy. We know where they're coming. We know what, what you're trying to do. We understand based on the direction of your hips how how you're wound, what punch you want to throw. So, I mean, if, if, you're down, if you're down here, your body naturally wants to uncoil. So once you coil up, turn those hips, really generate that power from the ground. People think that power is just swinging. No, power comes from your feet planted to the ground. Use that earth, drive off of it. And you're able to generate and get more torque through your hips, which carry all the way through your hands like, like, a, uh, like a chain whip or something, you know. You can't just, can't just throw it out there and then it's just going to be flimsy. But you throw it out there and you snap it, all right? Now you're cooking with some gasoline. But Philip Haas getting it done. <laughs> That's the thing about this uh, this sport too that always tripped me out. Like my last fight, you know, you you train you train two three months for this fight, and it's over in a minute, you know. And that's what they mean by you have to kick your own ass in practice every single day to make sure that no one else. Can kick your ass on fight night 
uh, doesn't always work that way because you have outliers and you have some studs, you know, um, like a like a style bender or uh, Khabib, you know, that they're out there. So uh, what what's that new guy's name? Uh, Cosmot. <laughs> I can't wait to watch him fight again. Dude's fighting at two different weight classes and just flooring everybody. Um, that's probably going to be the next guy I would consider to be a complete martial artist. If we could see him do anything besides knock people out in the first round. So we'll, we'll have to wait and find out about that one. But what a card so far. This, uh, Give me all finishes here. Give me all of them. We have Alexander Volkanov. Or Volkan taking on Walter's next. This one should be an interesting match. You got uh, Volkov, who's just that taller fighter. Uses that range well. Um, one thing that I really do like is how much torque he is able to generate. Just like I told you, drive off that canvas, dig your toe in, push off of it, get on the balls of your feet, drive yourself forward. That's going to give you the ability to close the distance without losing power, but gaining it instead. I mean, go ahead. Sit there on a punching bag. Keep, keep your feet planted as hard as you can just post them and just just throw throw some punches now move your feet around and really turn turn your hips into it Ro rotate those shoulders in mm. and just feel the difference so uh Figueroa, Champ taking on Perez. Well, it looks like it would be a good fight. I think I still got to go with Figueroa defending his belt on that one. This fine is this finally Valentina? Yep, Valentina got a fight finally versus uh, Maya. So. I think the champions are going to retain those titles there. Oh, it looks like Anderson Silva's on that card too. Yeah, so should be a good one. That's the next uh, pay-per-view. Yep, versus Alex Perez, Valentina versus uh, Maya, Brandon Morado versus Brandon Laval. Oh, Raval had a beautiful fight last time. Guys, I got submissions or just something else. You want something else. But, uh, <laughs> oh, stopped him with that calf kick. Those calf kicks are deadly. And it's like, how, how do you train, train that, you know, besides destroying your shins in the process so, behind your shins actually so give me a 
tractor tire, stick the inside of it, bamboo to roll on your shins to kill the nerves. But, uh, yeah, all the training I ever did, I didn't train the back of my calf. You know, I didn't, the only thing you could do for that is strengthen your calf, but they're not hitting your muscle. They're hitting your, your tendons, your nerves. They're trying to, they're trying to lock that leg up. So you can't let them. And that's why it's important to check your kit. You can't sit there and plant your feet with all your weight. And then all of a sudden, start eating those kicks. You know, you got to be light on, light on the balls of your feet there. And when it comes, you need to pick it up off the ground. I know it's weird. People want to be like, why would I ever want to pick my leg up off the ground? It's like, because you're going to take at least 75% less damage than by picking it up than you would if not. And if they spin and take you down, that's fine. But if they sit there and they crack your femur or they crack your, your tibula, it, it's not going to end well for you. Um, so, yeah, you just got to make sure that you're paying attention to where they're trying to strike and where the trends lead. Because remember back then the, the trend was um, – with head with flying knees and head kicks. Now it's been boxing recently. Some, some good hook knockouts. Uh, people going for the calf calf kicks now. Um, a lot of people were going for the grind them out on the cage. But we'll have to see. So Michael Chandler coming over from Bellator here joining the cast. Um, Be interesting to see who he fights his first fight. <laughs> and because of the fact that we have uh, so many first round, uh, so many finishes so far on this card, they uh, trying to fill a lot of time here. Uh, Michael Chandler, one fifty-five. I wonder who he should fight first. I mean, you can't just throw him into a title fight. He's got to win at least one or two. Hmm. Do you throw him a guppy at first? Or do you uh, give him someone, uh, someone a little more seasoned to prove his worth? Then you can consider giving him a title shot. But at the moment... I'm just not too sure who he should fight. If it's at 55, then get someone maybe maybe like an El Kakui. But I don't know if Chandler's earned the right to fight him at the second. Maybe next fight. I would say give him... Hmm, man, I don't even know who you give him first, but his second fight, you could give him Edgar. Or, um, yeah, I'd give him Edgar his second fight, depending how he does in that fight. Then it'd be about considering Michael Chandler for a title shot. But I like this guy. He's entertaining. He's a tough dude. 
So let's see. Uh, let's see how it translates because how many times has a Bellator champion come over and got smashed, um, especially from other organizations? <laughs> ben Askin. <laughs> Just saying. All right. So waiting on Volkina or Volkif and Wall. If we could ever get uh, get these announcers to stop talking a little bit, we can get back on to action. All right, so we have Walt walking out, looking jacked. <laughs> All these people came and chiseled today. So he has the third fastest finish in UFC. 100% finish rate, 13 knockouts. So this, this ought to be interesting. Uh, we took Volkis in this one. <laughs> Don't sleep on either guy. This one for me is probably the toss-up. Both these guys have power. Again, it's going to come down to the boxing of Walt versus the the versatility striking of Alexander. Speaking of, here he comes, Alexander Volkis. Number seven ranked in the world here. So the Russian. Will we have a miracle in the octagon land, or is uh, Mother Russia going to reign supreme? We will find out soon. E, no. All right. So for Volkis. I'm going to want him to really use his reach and his range to keep those power shots just out of reach uh, for Walt. Uh, Walt needs to slip, slip either in or outside the jab to close the distance. He needs to be able to get inside, get over that jab. And if he can do that, it'll be a long night for Volkis. These dudes are bigger than the cage. That means there's going to be some power thrown today. All right. 
yeah, it looks like just that three-inch reach advantage is the only difference in the tail of the tape here for uh, advantage focus. Other than that, everything's identical, so. All right, so we have Have Walt here in the blue trunk, Volkus in the white. And now, I should have said, all right, corner. Yep, so give me Volkanov in this one. I am not sure this fight will go to a decision. Man, like the Philip Haas fight. These, the announcement takes longer than the fight sometimes. It's crazy. All right. Osaki is uh, the referee. Green girl throws out some hearts and some kisses. And we are touching gloves. Here we go. Round one. Oh, good combination there by Phillip. Landed a nice, nice overhand right uh, hook, lead hook there. Um, uh, is planted, ready to exchange, lands a good combination on, on, uh, Walt coming in. Walt lands a beautiful, uh, right hook himself, a good low kick. Fast pace here for these guys, these heavyweights coming out so far. Um, Volkiff looking more planted. Uh, he, he's ready to throw. Walt it has to do a little bit of dancing here to counteract that reach advantage. Both men center the cage. Good combination there by by Alexander. Yep, both both men uh good inside leg kick there by Walt. Walt in the blue trunk, then you have uh, Volkov in the black trunk. So uh, there's a beautiful push kick caught caught him. Walt coming in, knocked him off balance there, and that's what you need to do. Now he swarms him against the cage, lands a good uppercut hook combination. Walt circles off back to the center of the cage. So Walt needs to start getting over that jab. He's uh, Alexander's starting to, to hold it out there to make him think about it. Both men staying patient, but being active at the same time. Good low kick there. Oh, great body shot there by Volkov, and a good answer with the left hand there by 
uh, by Walt the Southpaw. Oh, comes in with combination misses and then gets countered and answered by, by Volkus. Good technical striking fight so far. Now you have Volkus backing him down. Oh, it lands a beautiful hook. It's countered, answered, made him slow down there by Walt. So both men. Feeling, oh, good combination ending with an uppercut there for Volkus. See, so Volkus starting to throw more volume in his strikes, and they're really starting to land. Good uppercut off the cage. Some hooks there by, by Walt circling off. Walt's doing a very good job of not keeping his back against the cage there and letting Volkov use that uh, length and reach to uh, tee off. As I say that, he uses that long leg to push kick him back towards the cage. Good calf kick low inside there by, uh, by Volkov. Volkov really starting to mix up the striking now, and that's, that's the main difference here. His wall is uh, sticking with the boxing. But he's getting countered. He's having a hard time with that reach. And anybody would. Oh, Walt tries to throw a high kick. Just, uh, just looked like a cheerleader there hitting nothing but air. We got a minute left in the round. Uh, so far, I'd say Volkov uh, with with a slight advantage. Oh, beautiful combination there. Now, now after Volkov's combination, Walt's trying to throw, and he's just hitting air, and that's only going to gash you. Oh, and he hurt him right there. He hurt him. Is he going to finish this fight? Does he have time? Got 30 seconds. Pick your shot. Oh, and Walt recovers and lands a couple bombs of his own. Walt, great chin, great stamina there. Really showing that endurance of his, his camp. So we got 15 seconds. Walt ducking his head. Every time Volkov throws, he's, he's covering up and ducking his head. And that's the last thing you want to do is put your head down in an MMA fight. I don't know how many times I have to harp on that. As soon as you put your head down, those kicks and those knees are coming straight up at your face. And guess what? A knee or even an elbow can fit right through your guard. Fit right through your guard and split it. So even just because you do this doesn't mean that you're not going to take some damage. And I'm surprised that uh, Walt's not cut up. Um, maybe just little bit got some mouth is forming but but yeah beautiful use that long leg uh t-kick versus t-kick and then answered with a beautiful jab and, uh, walt was able to to land a couple good combinations of his own but yeah he bulk have hurt him right there but uh wasn't able to finish Credit to Walt on that one. So it looks like here we go for round two. <clears throat> Let's see who has more in the tank. So back both men, center of the cage. 
Oh, and a big hook there by by Walt. Volkus stalking him. I'm loving how patient Volkus is being. He's not forcing himself into bad situations, but whenever he sees the opportunity, he lets it go. Oh, and a shot in by Walt, shrugged off strong by Volkus. He said, Russia's grappled the entire life. Second you come out the womb, you are thrown in cage, and you must wrestle. Oh, and a big right hand there by, by Volkus timed beautifully. Nice straight. See, and one thing that Walt's doing really well is circling to his, his right, which is keeping the power shot away. Oh, oh, he got kicked in the nuts and he stopped it. Was that a low blow? Oh, oh, man, I don't know if that was low or not, but the ref didn't, didn't call it. And he got swarmed. Oh, what happened there? What happened there? It looks like winner by TKO. The man, the myth, the legend. Alexander Volkis. Let's take a look here through that. In oh, no. No, that was just a belly shot. That hit him right in the diaphragm. That was a clean kick. Hit him right in the diaphragm. It looked a little low, but but Bank came right up there, right in that sternum area, really caught that diaphragm, and just just winded him there. He was that's oh, body shots do magic, folks, and that's one of them. Walt was fighting a good fight, and he just got caught right there with, uh, <laughs> with a mean body kick. But I was, that's what I was saying about Volkov with the, the long range. Use those kicks to keep it bay, because whenever they try to step in, it's going to hurt a lot more, and it, and it did. Enough for, uh, for Walt to uh, get finished here. So we got Alexander. Winning by TKO in the second round. <laughs> we have not had a, we had four fights and not one of these main cards have made it past the second round. <laughs> Is there even a third round? Um. <laughs> beautiful, beautiful push kick to the body. Right to the diaphragm. Really ends this fight. That was Walt Harris. Ooh. And this one right here may be my fight of the night coming up next. Um, I'll make sure that they're not going to throw anybody else in. But next up should be the Robert Whitaker versus the human cannon, Jared Cannoneer. Um, <laughs> that's going to be an amazing fight. So, 
you got to get through all of these interviews. And actually, now is the perfect time. And I got to fill up this coffee, coffee au lait. Since I can't have my true lay. Now, true lay disappointed. <laughs> true. <laughs> You're listening, truly. Send, send me an email. The Scott Sportscast at gmail.com. Uh, get some affiliate marketing in. Since I'm just got to put it in the universe. Anybody out there from truly listening, hey, let's, uh, let's make it mutually beneficial. But Volkis, getting it done tonight. Right, so let's see what we got up next. All right, so it looks like we have our co-main event coming up next. Robert Whitaker versus Jared, the human cannon, cannoneer. What should be my prediction of fight of the night? I got Robert Whitaker winning this fight. I really like his boxing, his timing. Uh, probably some of the best timing in the game. This guy can knock you out backing up or moving forward. Do not let him catch you sleeping because you will be sleeping. Um. Yeah, he and that look out for that dangerous left hook. Um, he he's one of those guys that just finds a way every fight to land his punches, and his favorite one might be that left hook. So, um, as a cannoneer, this guy hurts people, he floors people, um, he'll swarm you, so you can't let him catch you. Uh, I think the uh, the experience and the striking advantage is going to pay dividends in this fight for Whitaker. So let's see what's popping. Oh yeah! Okay. So you have a cannoneer in. The blue corner with the white trunks. You have Whitaker in the red corner with the black trunks. Man, I got some cowboys. Good stuff. Okay, so we got our co-main event of the evening getting set to get underway. All right, ring girl makes her round, a heart and a kiss, and now these guys are going to punch each other in the face. They high five. And let's get it going. 
Good, good low kick there by Cannoneer. Both men filling each other out. Whitaker, the only thing I do not like about Whitaker is how low he keeps his hands all the time. But it doesn't seem to matter because his hand speed seems to be enough to uh, counteract it. It's almost like a modified Philly Shell slash BJ Penn hybrid kind of fighting style stance for Whitaker. Good inside leg kick answered by a better leg kick that dropped Whitaker. Uh, swept his leg out and then uh, Cannon near fell. <laughs> Threw a high kick, missed, and fell. So uh, good, good high kick attempt there by Whitaker Block. Whitaker Orthodox versus Orthodox. I like that nice high guard there by Cannoneer. Oh, good, good body kick there by Whitaker. Partially blocked. Good jab stepped into that one. Real extended. Head kick misses by Whitaker. Good inside leg kick by Whitaker. Good answer on the outside. And another kick to the outside, and another kick to the outside by Cannoneer. There you go. Really start chopping that leg and uh, start limiting that movement. And a good body shot uh, coming in by Cannoneer. So far about what you thought. Both men staying patient, but aggressive. Good, Another good leg kick there by uh, by Jared. And a big head kick misses there by Whitaker. Stepped in with the jab and really put that one on his nose, backed him up uh, by Whitaker. And now Whitaker keeps going to that head kick at the end of his combinations. I like it. You don't know which one's going to land. So good jab there by Whitaker. Two minutes. Uh, halfway through the round so uh anybody's round here no, no one has a clear advantage maybe just uh near by uh, a few kicks um but that could change easy nice kick by uh near to the inside answered uh by Whitaker with the double jab These men are standing right in front of each other, too, just just about. Toe-to-toe in the monster logo. And Whitaker, big swings and misses. Good jab there by Whitaker. Stepped in, timed it beautifully. That's what you want to see from Whitaker. But he ate a late kick on the way out. Cannonier is doing a great job of attacking the legs. I thought that was going to be Whitaker, but... Um, Cannoneer switches stances back to orthodox. Um, all right, this is the moment. Who wants this round? Whitaker, nice jab coming in. He's starting to land that jab at will. He's finding a good home for it. Now that you think he's going to throw the jab, you throw that too. You throw that straight. 
both men in the center. And good inside leg kick there by Whitaker. Misses a big hook, slipped under by, by Jared. Jared, Jared looking crisp though. He um, especially when he's mixing up his kicks. Now that he's kind of just going back to the straight hand, you see a the level in his game change. Um, Whitaker starting to pick up, pick him apart with those jabs. Um, so, uh. Whitaker trying to steal this round here in the last few seconds. Ten seconds. There you go, Whitaker. Good body kick by Cannoneer. And we are going to round two in a close round. I'm gonna tough to con I'm gonna tough to score. Um hmm. Cannoneer landed more kicks. But Whitaker started picking it up more towards the end and started picking him apart a little bit, landing that jab at will. I'm going to have to give the slight advantage to Whitaker solely based on how he finished the round. Uh, but, man, that one's a toss-up. Oh, beautiful. Dropped him with that leg kick. Hit him three kicks in a row with that leg kick. And then uh, slipped under, hit him with the jab, uh, stumbled Jared back. I don't know. It might actually go to uh, the Cannoneer, actually. I think he just did, did more in, in the first half than Whitaker did in the second half uh, to solidify it. So round two, here we go. Right back to the center. Nice double jab there by Whitaker. Both men standing in front of each other. This is the kind of fight you like to see. Nice technical striking fight. A good leg kick, ate a jab uh, by Cannoneer. Yeah, Whitaker, 19 headshots, uh, uh, 12 to 13 uh, leg kicks for, uh, for Jared. So it's, it's more of the damage to the head than the damage to the legs. Um, Whitaker's headhunting, who would have thought? <laughs> Very nice. I really like Whitaker's timing. He does a great job of getting them to move their feet and then stepping in. Oh, Whitaker uh, in close, tried a little dirty boxing to no avail. Good leg kick again by Cannoneer. Whitaker's got to start checking these kicks, mainly for the another one. Uh, Whitaker's got to check these because either they're going to start doing a lot of damage and slowing you down or um uh, you're losing points by keep allowing him to land leg kicks. Because if it goes to the judge's scorecard, it is a point system. Oh, great jab by Whitaker. Whitaker needs to start throwing something behind that jab, though. 
Yeah, there you go. Jab one, two, and uh, pushed him back all the way to the fence. So, and a good one, two answer there by by Cannoneer. Great fight so far. Both these men really looking sharp. The body uh, body tee kick there by uh, by Whitaker, followed by a nice jab. Uh, light leg kick answered by uh, Cannoneer. Cannoneer throwing some heavy hands there to Noah Vell. Good inside leg kick. Cannoneer. Um, another jab. He, Whitaker's just landing that jab at will, but he needs to find a way to set up something behind it. Yep, another leg kick and another jab. Uh, it seems to be this round. Leg kick versus the jab. Both men dancing around. Got a minute 50 left in the second round. Whitaker, another jab. He is landing that thing at will. But that's all he's throwing is the jab. Can you throw something behind it, please? Like, like he's standing in line, paid for his items, but then he's standing around waiting on a receipt. Can't sit there and wait on the receipt. You got to go. And another jab. Body lock and a takedown by Whitaker here. Takes his back, stands up, still has his back. And out is, is Jared. Beautiful, beautiful exit. And now they're back toe to toe. But that takedown and uh, taking his back, that's going to be big on the scorecard, even though it was only for a few seconds. Oh, and just landed like four jabs is Whitaker. But like I said, Whitaker needs to throw maybe instead of a jab, jab, throw a jab lead hook and then follow that up with the straight right. He's orthodox, so when you're here, boom, he's stepping in, really throwing that jab, bang, bang. But you need to come here, bam. Bring it back, different angle. Step, step in with the jab. Step to the side with the hook. Uh, then follow it up with that straight right. But all right, end of the second round. I would say that's a better round for Whitaker. Very possibly one apiece. Uh, the way I have it, could be two zero Whitaker. Could be one one. I'm gonna go with one one. That's right. Get that ice on your chest. No, I'm not talking about two chains. I'm talking about that ice pack. Your body, whenever you're inside there, it just you're so overheated. You're so drenched. You're so everything that when they put a bag of ice on your chest or on the back of your head and your neck, you can't even feel it. It feels hot. So uh, that just goes to show you, you know, how much these guys are exerting themselves they uh 
coming out the corner for the third round. <laughs> this is the first fight on the main card going to the third round. I'm just as surprised as all y'all are. Here we go. Round three. Uh, this might be the final fight. Yep. Final, final round here. So, winner takes all here. Another jab by Whitaker. <laughs> it's just landing that thing at will, folks. I want to say he's probably landed at least 20-something jabs alone. But, like, five of everything else. All right. Both men center the cage and another jab by Whitaker. It's, he is picking him apart with it, but he's not following up. He could win this fight easy if he followed those up. Boom, there you go. There's a one-two head kick, stumbled him. He's hurt. He's hurt. Whitaker, go for the finish. He fell. He fell. Ground and pound. Ground and pound. Elbow by Whitaker. Can't let him tie you up, Whitaker. You got to separate. You got to separate. Oh, and now he's able to pull guard. Cannoneer was in deep trouble, and he dropped him, fell, got swarmed on, and then was able to pull him into to his guard. But Whitaker just passes to, side, to half guard. Now to – oh, he's trying to work for full mount. He needs to take that right leg, and he needs to start putting that knee on the inside thigh and start sliding it across up towards the belly, hip area. Oh, don't ever reach back whenever you're grappling, uh, Cannoneer. You almost gave up your back in an arm triangle. Um, Whitaker looking real comfortable on top there. He knows he's in no hurry, and he almost got to mount, except for he just switched sides on the half, half guard. Uh, great awareness there by Cannoneer. Oh, and now Whitaker gets mount against the cage. This is a bad position. This is a bad position for Cannoneer. Whitaker postures up, rolls over, takes his back, looking for a choke. Takes his back, arching him out. He's too close to the cage, though. Oh, Cannoneer doing a good job of fighting the hands. Whenever someone has your back and they're going for a choke, the first thing you have to do is fight the hands. In wrestling, yeah, you fight the legs because they're not allowed to punch you or choke you. But in a, Oh, and now they're back to the feet. Beautiful job by Cannoneer to get back up. Now we got two minutes, ten seconds left in the fight. Good knee there. Cannoneer hasn't pressed up against the cage. But Whitaker had him hurt, had him hurt bad. A big knee to the belly there. Uh, Cannoneer smothering Whitaker against the cage. Whitaker taking a deep breath. And now they separate back to the center with a minute 45 left. Oh, Cannoneer goes for a high kick. Just barely blocked glances. Right. Whitaker got some blood on him, but I don't think it's his. Oh, 
Oh, and another another big shot there by Whitaker. Just really keeping those hands down at his kneecap. Oh, and then he goes for Cannonier goes for a kick and gets caught with that right lead hook. Uh, Whitaker, it, the only thing about his hands down low is that his timing's so good that it makes up. Um, most fighters can't do that, and I would never recommend anybody do that. Hands down, man down is the way I like like to preach. Oh, and a good jab there. Rocks the head back, stumbles back, uh, cannoneer. Oh, and then now Robert Whitaker got hurt right there with the right hook. And now he's circling away, running away. He knows he only needs to hold on a few more seconds. 20 seconds to win the fight. Cannoneer going for the fences here. Rocked Whitaker. Whitaker able to push him up against the cage, and it is not going to be enough. Big knee by, by Cannadier, and he falls. Back up to the feet, press up against the cage. Two, one, earn. All right, and we have our first decision on the main card. A three-round hell of a fight. My prediction, a fight of the night. May be coming true here, folks. I have that fight two to one or three to zero oh for Whitaker. So let's see how the judges are going to score this one because it truly was a masterful jab work versus a masterful leg kick work. But the only problem is, is Jared got away from the leg kicks later in the fight and that hurt him. And then he got dropped and he was hurt and he got swarmed. Oh, a beautiful uppercut slipped under under that jab. And then, boom, that that uh, right hook caught Whitaker, rocked him at the end of the round. He was able to circle out, regather himself, got kind of got rocked again, um, and was able to push it up again. So, head strike, 65 and only 9 <laughs> for Jared. Uh, 44% striking to the head, 22 leg kicks to four leg kicks for Jer uh, Jared. So it was it was headshots versus leg kicks, and one knockdown uh, for Whitaker. So I definitely got Whitaker winning this fight based off of oh, and that eye is fucked up right now for for Jared. So that's right where he kept landing that jab. Yep, so it's the right eye of Jared. And your winner by decision. It might even be a split. Robert Whitaker got the decision in a hell of a fight. And some good respect shown. I mean, after you go to war with someone like that, how can you not shake their hand? Like, not only thank you for testing and pushing me, but thank you for being man enough to help uh, to fight, you know? It's uh, one of the fewer things that are more intimate than uh, fist fighting someone to test their soul.
and both these men wouldn't break. Both these men wouldn't quit. Both men hurt each other, but it really came down to, what was it, nine headshots and 22 leg kicks compared to Whitaker's uh, bigger uh, difference when it came to head strikes with 65 and only like four or five leg kicks. So um, did a lot more damage that way. So Robert Whitaker getting it done by decision. I think that put me and Coach back tight, maybe. No, no. He had two. I had two. We, we both missed that Harris fight. 18-second knockout. That's the way we said if he was going to win, he was going to have to go out there and do that. So that's what he did. So that means up next, Koopy versus Gage. <laughs> and man, how we waited so long for that. We have waited. And here we go. <laughs> We have the main event of the evening. Introducing fighting out of uh, Russia, the champion, Khabib Nagamedov versus fighting out of the blue corner, Justin. The highlight, Kaishi, and hopefully new UFC lightweight champion of the world. But going against the rightfully so undefeated Khabib, can it be done? Will it be done? Can Gaiji really use that Division One wrestling to uh, to stop those takedowns? And really land his power. Me and Coach both got Khabib in this fight. But we have a sidebar going on. A little side bet. If Khabib wins this fight. I must buy Coach a steak. If. Justin Gaethje. Wins this fight. Coach owes me a steak. So let's go Gaethje. My guy. Love this kid, so let's see if he can get it done. And it is by far his toughest test to date. If Gaethje can beat Khabib, he deserves to be champion. That's all I got to say. But you have to beat Khabib to be champ. That Gaethje threw off that interim title belt. He said, that's this is participation medal bullshit, you know. I ain't doing that. Get that off me. It's uh, this fake gold chain, you know, making my neck yellow and green. I don't think so. What is it, pyrite? I believe pyrite is uh, full of gold. I am not mistaken. Now, now I got to check it out. Now I got to check it because 
I don't like saying things that ain't true. Unlike most people these days, just say whatever they want. Um, we have Fool's Gold. Fool's Gold. Okay. Uh, that's a movie. Fool's Gold Element. Fool's Gold is technically known as Pyrite. Yep. All right. Good on you, mate. Good on you. Justin Highlight Gaishi. Let's get it. Come on. Yes. Woo. Only thing that can make this better right now is having Coach and Jeremy in the building, but both of them, due to the time change, were not able to make And that, that's more disappointing than uh, if I would have picked every wrong fighter. So, here we Whitaker won by decision. The third. So to recap the night so far, the main card we have Magomed with a TKO in the first. We have Lauren Murphy, winner by rear naked choke in the second. We had Haas uh, KO in 18 seconds in the first round. Then we had a TKO in the second round by uh, Alexander. That beautiful body kick. And then the decision by Whitaker. Here we go. They touch gloves and we have Khabib versus Gaethje, folks. Five rounds in the UFC for the lightweight title. Both men filling each other out. Gaethje keeping that distance, making sure that Khabib doesn't get a quick takedown. Good inside low kick there by Geishi. Geishi in the blue, Khabib in the black trunk. Me and Geishi have the same font on our back tattoos. <laughs> Shoulder blade tat. Um, maybe I can turn for the camera. So, yep. Uh, so here we go. Both men filling each other out. Gagey faints the leg kick. Pretty much just that leg kick landed by Gagey is all we have so far. Both men really respecting each other and not trying to make a mistake early here. Khabib coming off the loss of his father. Oh, beautiful inside leg kick low to the calf by Gagey. And Gagey with the right hand lands on, a, on the temple of Khabib. But don't get too wild with Khabib. This guy still got power. He will floor you in a heartbeat. Gagey doing a great job staying on the outside, not letting Khabib come in, try to clinch or anything. But Gagey is going to have to start picking some better angles here. Oh, 
Khabib rushes in, overhand right, misses. Back to the center. Good jab there by Khabib. Gaethje, beautiful low kick again. Landing that thing. It will end an inside leg kick there and a beautiful sprawl there. And a great takedown defense here by Gaethje. That's what I'm talking about. That's what you need to beat Khabib is takedown defense. Gaethje has it. Uh, Khabib landing a couple pepper shots. Uh, Gaethje swinging a miss. Ate a big jab there. Khabib's starting to find a home for that, that left jab. Gaethje, a beautiful leg kick. Gaethje is destroying that leg. And you could tell, uh, you could tell it's aching him a little bit already. So he needs to keep on the assault. Make sure that leg. Both men kind of just swinging and missing. Oh, and Khabib chases down, tries a knee block. And a beautiful leg kick again by Gaethje. He is tearing that leg up in a 25-minute fight. That could be a difference maker. Gaethje goes high this time, blocked by Khabib. Khabib answers with a right hand and a left, barely grazing. Another inside leg kick by Gaethje. He is tearing up that uh, left lead leg of Khabib. And Khabib trying to put some pressure on him against the cage, and Gaethje circles out, centers back. Gaethje, big swing and a miss, and a beautiful jab there by Gaethje. Push kick by Khabib. Oh, and a good right hand, and a good jab there by Gaethje. Khabib with a low kick. Oh, a beautiful leg kick again by Gaethje. And it's making Khabib mad. He's starting to get wild here, folks. He's swinging, winging punches. Khabib needs to not do that because that's where you get caught with Gaethje. Uh, oh, man, another nasty leg kick by Gaethje. He is eating that leg up. And Khabib doing everything he can to stay closer, close that distance. Gaethje needs to back up. Circle off. There you go. And another beautiful jab by Gaethje. And a beautiful leg kick by Gaethje. And a sprawl. Oh, and takedown by Khabib. But butt down back against the cage. Now, Khabib, this is where Khabib works. This is where you have to work, Gaethje. You need to be able to uh, not let him pass the mount. Gaethje got that leg, leg hooked around Khabib. Khabib moving to mount. Khabib in mount. Trying to posture up. Looking for an armbar. Looking for an armbar. Nope. Gaethje, you need to roll. You need to roll into it, Gaethje. And that's the end of the round. Woohoo! Gaethje won that round, except for the takedown and the armbar at the end. How much does that play into effect? I think that may have been the only difference in this round enough to have Khabib win that first round. Gaethje, until that takedown, winning this fight hands down. So I don't know if, if 20 seconds of groundwork makes up for that four minutes of destroying that leg of Khabib. I'm, ooh, I might have to give this round to Gaethje. Um, even though you had that late second takedown to mount.
Um, I just don't think that was enough time. Not, not with all, I mean, yeah, Gagey hit him right on the, right on the chin with that hook. But yeah, that takedown, it just, uh, timed it beautifully. Gagey got stuck against the cage, wasn't able to fully sprawl. And that's why you take them down near the cage. They got no room to sprawl. So round two, here we go. The first round was a coin flip. Okay. Yeah, those the 10 to 2 leg kicks for Geishi are huge right now because those were some nasty leg kicks. And Khabib with a nice leg kick throws a little combination. Geishi backing down. Khabib throws a Throws a front kick, misses. Geishi with a big, big left hand uh, behind the ear there. And he shrugs Khabib to the side. Both men back to the center. Khabib lands a good jab. And another nasty leg kick by Geishi. He is tearing up that lead leg of, of, uh, of Khabib. And he needs to keep on it. You hit that leg until he can't stand on it no more. And a beautiful takedown by Khabib somehow takes Geishi's back in the, in the mount. Oh, no, this is bad for Geishi. There is plenty of time here. Three minutes and 40 seconds. Khabib looking for, for a triangle here. Geishi stacking him up, stuffing it. And Geishi looks like he might be all right. And no, Geishi went to sleep. Khabib, winner by triangle choke. What a performance. To get your ass kicked like that, take him down and choke him out. Now he's sobbing in the middle of the ring, happy because he did it for his, for his dad. Mr. Nagamadoff. Your son is a complete animal. He is a beast. I don't see anyone touching him. Khabib and still your USC light heavyweight champion via submission. And Gaethje coming over there, giving Khabib some respect, some comfort. Very, very uh, classy sportsmanship there by, uh, by Gaethje. Something everyone could use a little more of these days. Everyone thinks you have to be some loud mouth, cocky, ignorant fool. But at the end of the day, the guys that don't talk are the ones that are scariest the most. Oh, and Geishi, you thought you, you came out, you had a good game plan, you just couldn't stop that takedown. And then a beautiful triangle. Triangle from Mount. And I mean, Khabib's leg was buckled and he reached, got the takedown, took his back. Geishi rolled over into Mount. Khabib had that arm locked up against the cage. He brings it across and he sets up and he sets up a triangle. Yep. And then he's able to 
the hook under the leg to keep Geishi from, from going. Geishi trying to lift him up, wasting energy, tried to slam him, couldn't. And he's tapping right there. The ref thought he was trying to punch him, but he was tapping. Like elbow, and then right, right there, he's trying to tap. And the ref missed the tap. Geishi goes to sleep. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. So what a night of fight. And I owe Coach Chase. And he likes ribeye. <laughs> Damn it. All right. Hey, can't win if you never play. But if you play, just know you ain't always going to win. How do, how do you bounce back? So we have Khabib winner by submission in the second round. And still has work to do Geishi and the rest of this division because if Geishi can't touch him, Edgar can't touch him, Connor can't touch him, Nobody's touching Khabib for a long time, folks. And it's not that he's the best at everything. He is the best at one thing, and that is seek and destroy. Take, take you down and beat you up. Um, choke you out, submit you, knock you out, elbows, whatever it takes. Khabib gets it done. And moving and staying undefeated. Well, <laughs> hell of an event the six fight main card only one of them went to decision and that was the the Whitaker fight and that one almost got finished twice ending up here on Fire Island beautiful 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 um so Khabib uh honoring his father retaining his belt keeping his undefeated streak intact uh, and another finish, uh, perfect night uh, for Khabib, except for all those leg kicks he ate. He is going to be walking funny tomorrow. But other than that, folks, that was your USC 254, Khabib versus Gaethje. Heck of a card. And I can't wait for the next one. So we'll look it up. We'll see who the next event is. We'll have our picks, our predictions, and uh, and uh, most likely a watch along for that one as well. So for everyone here, <clears throat> just me, <clears throat> uh, with the MMA Coach's Corner, this is the fighter. And on the cool. And... So we, we will catch you next time on the MMA Coach's Corner. Have yourself a great rest of the fight day.